Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So... Tua went from tank for Tua to the Dolphins draft him and then people who cover the Dolphins without an element of alarmist like Omar Kelly who is a really good entrenched beat writer who's been covering the Dolphins for the Sun Sentinel forever. I've been following him on Twitter forever and I know more about the Miami Dolphins before Mike McDaniel got hired or Tua was drafted just because this guy's He's really good at covering the team he covers. Like he was saying, you know, and, and couching it in, in the realm of, hey, we all understand this position takes time. We all understand that what you see is a first impression from a young quarterback stepping into a bad football team should not be all you factor into what you hope his future might look like. But I got to tell you, boys and girls, early on in this career, I just ain't seeing it. Like, that was how Tua was being positioned. He had to go. One of the teams that was thinking about trading for Deshaun Watson was the Miami Dolphins. This is with Tua on the roster. Garoppolo as well. Then, all of a sudden, you're right, yeah, Jimmy could have been a Dolphin. Uh, All of a sudden, you know, they hire Mike McDaniel, who has clearly gotten in this player's ear, and obviously Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, making him better around him, but to the point where now, like, Tua has the highest single season passer rating on third down since play-by-play data has been tracked since 1991. That's a huge leap for a player to make in the quarterbacking down where everyone's expecting the pass from a guy who was billed as we don't even think he can play in this league. That's an extraordinary turnaround. I don't even think he belongs in the NFL to... He is more accurate than Steve Young in 1994 and Kurt Warner in 1999. I mean, that's... I wasn't even convinced when McDaniel took the job, Damon, whether McDaniel... Whether Tua was forced on McDaniel because there was so much invested in Tua by Chris Greer, Reggie McKenzie, and all the people that run the Dolphins front office that I almost got the feeling that McDaniel might not have gotten the job if he had said, I don't want to go forward with Tua. But he took the job, embraced Tua, 
surrounded him with incredible, uh, an incredible cast of playmakers, and in less than a full year has completely changed the arc of the guy's entire career. I'm going to pause for just a little bit of breaking news, Larry, because one of the biggest baseball players in New York is leaving. 95-7, the game, breaking news. <laughs> but not for the San Francisco Giants. Righty Jacob deGrom has signed a five-year, $185 million deal with the Texas Rangers. When reached for comment about the situation, Bruce Bochy said, He's a competitor. Uh, <laughs> physical has been passed. The deal is done. Jeff Passan reports that it includes a conditional sixth-year option that would take the total to $222 million. There is a full no-trade, uh, a, a massive haul for Jacob deGrom. He is now a Texas Ranger, and Bruce Bochy has one of the best pitchers on the planet. And it impacts the Giants directly because most people believe that the Mets will now pivot to Carlos Rodon as the replacement for DeGrom. So now it looks like, uh, based on what I've read, that Rodon to the Mets is a likelihood. It feels like Rodon not returning to the Giants was also in the Cosmic Tumbler no matter what happened to DeGrom today. Like he's just, they're not coming back to Rodon. No. Which is insane. I would. I the fans were begging for it at I the end of the year. But I wouldn't I want a five-year deal. I would overpay on a three-year. Yeah. What did you say it was? For DeGrom, he has a five-year 185 with a sixth-year option to bring it to 222. Yeah, so five years is what... I mean, that's the going rate for Kevin Gausman in Toronto. Now, DeGrom, you're not... Farhan's going to have to pivot away from five years of Rodon and go find somebody to replace Rodon, Taiwan Walker, somebody like that, and do it for two years. Look, DeGrom is 34. Which is surprising to me because I, I think I thought of him as relatively young, but he's was obviously spent a lot of time in the minor leagues. 34. 34 years old. Uh, what about a one-year, $50 million deal for Verlander? San Francisco Giants. Why? I mean, you know, because well, he could win a Cy Young. He was good enough to win the Cy. And did, are you going to win? win? Are you going to? Are you going to win? I mean, you're going to spend that kind of money for one year when you're probably going to be picked to finish third or fourth in your own division. I mean, what? What if you don't go to the playoffs in this one year? I don't know. To me, I'd rather see him than go for like a younger upside arm, like a, like a Taiwan Walker, like somebody. You know, there's a number of guys out there. But, you know, I, I'll tell you what I would be interested in seeing is if the Giants go pivot away from Judge and go after a Carlos Correa. I think this is the offseason they pawn uh, Marco Luciano if they get that shortstop of the future. But, you know, I think uh, Correa is like 28. So if you sign Correa, there is no Marco Luciano, and you could trade him to Cor- to Milwaukee what for a Corbin Turner? Burns or something like that. Corbin Burns would be the guy that I'd want. He went to St. Mary's. He's healthy. Uh, he's young. He doesn't cost a lot right now. But um, but I, I didn't. I never thought Rodon was coming back. I'd like to see the Giants target Chris Bassett, who's solid too, but he's like yeah. mid thirties. Right, but that's the thing. You're, I don't think you have to overpay for a Chris Bassett. You just get a really good pitcher at a price. That, you know, look at it this way: anyone who's a good starting pitcher in baseball is making twenty million a year. Yeah, I mean that's that's the new number. I'd rather have 
10 good starting options than that true number one starter and maybe not enough depth. Because to me, it's like it's 162. You need uh, you need multiple arms outside of your five-man rotation. By the way, the Giants, this is the Farhan move of today. Do you want to know what Farhan did today? What did he do today? He claimed right-handed pitcher Miguel Yajuri off waivers from the Pirates. Oh, Mike Yajuri? <laughs> he says, Yajuri was never a big upside guy. The Pirates liked him as a potential fourth or fifth starter. They got him from the Yankees in the Jamison Talion deal. That's another guy that I... Talion, yeah. Talion would be a guy for the Giants. But he also, this guy, um, uh, Yajuri, uh, had an he's eight a point... <laughs> he's a competitor. He had an 8.69 ERA um, with the uh, with the Pirates. In the minor leagues. So there you go. Miguel Yajuri. He's a competitor. Come on down. That's far, I mean, that is Farhan in a nutshell. That is That right there is what Farhan does. He acquires guys that nobody's heard of. And maybe Miguel uh, Yajuri. He's a competitor. <laughs> will be more than just a competitor. Look. I want or Farhan. Or maybe he'll be nothing. Here's the thing. He might be DFA'd in seven days. Say what you... Yeah, he might be Connor Joe. Right. Um... And he shows up somewhere else, and it's really good. Right. Uh, I, I don't mind Farhan's on-the-edge moves, and I got no jokes because I think that's where he's phenomenal. Farhan... But that can't be the whole show. No, no, but but Farhan is... Could you imagine Bob Myers did that? He was just constantly, uh, Ryan Rollins up, Ryan Rollins down, Ryan Rollins up, Ryan Rollins down. Look, do you think, do you think Aaron Judge is using the Giants... Because he's afraid without using the Giants, he's not going to get the Yankees' best effort? I don't think so. I think he's sincerely interested and has some interest in playing for um, for his hometown team. And I think there might be some bad blood, but he's not between uh, Judge and the Yanks. But I don't think he's coming here unless the Giants can prove to him that he's not going to break Bonds' intentional walk record. And right now, it's not just... A possibility. It's like a virtual guarantee uh, with wh- whoever. Who who could you hit by, behind him right now? John Peterson, Peterson. Half the time. Which is, it, it, I got to be honest with you. And, and look, I, I am colored by him allowing another grown man to slap him in the face in Cincinnati. Like, you just can't let that happen, dude. You can't, it, it, you can't let another man slap you in the face. I'm sorry. That's just that's who I am. I'm going to teach both my kids. Like I will hit gle- back. I will gleefully bail you out that night. I will glee. I will show up to the jail with a six pack. If anyone ever slaps you in the face, you get to go straight to DefCon One, boys. Outside of that, I don't want you throwing punches. Don't start it. Exactly. But if you get like challenged to a duel. Like, this is the thing. I, I know that we spend a lot of time talking about how, you know, Chris Rock did the right thing. when it, Not in my mind. Chris Rock should have gone DEFCON 1 right there. Right there. I mean, well, especially because you you're dealing with a guy on a stage on TV who you know doesn't have a weapon. The only thing I'll say is, and I have, you know, a college kid. I have a high school kid. I always remind my kids, hey, come on. Yes, you know, you don't want to you don't want someone slapping you around and definitely don't let it be a pattern. But you never know if that kid's got a gun, a knife. It's 2022. Things people lose their life over crap. 
don't be that person. Your life, it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to mom and grandma and grandpa and every. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't fall into that. Walk away. Walk away. It's but really, I, but it's really I, good advice. I'm also a big believer in getting your kids into, are a little younger, so yeah, you, you got time to right, evolve right. on your strategy. You want to get into a fight on the first day of school, first day of prison, set the tone for everyone going forward. Like I get it. You're like, I, 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 Damon, your toxic masculinity is awful. <laughs> I get it. I know. I know this isn't the right answer, but I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. No slapping. None. No slapping. Anyway, uh, I don't like Jock because of that. And I don't like the fact that he didn't hit a single home run that meant anything in a game that mattered. I mean, who had more disposable throwaway, it don't matter, home runs than Jock Peterson? Here's the thing. Jock and Peterson, they, I'm not, I, cannot critis- I cannot bring myself to criticize Jock Peterson because I watched so many minor league nothings on that roster with him. He's something. The rest of those guys are nothing. I mean, the Giants have spent $25 million this offseason on Jock Peterson and 220 hitting Yaz. I mean, that's my issue with, 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 you know, and spent another $25 million last year on D. Scafani and Listella. So literally, they've spent almost what it, more than they would have to pay Aaron Judge for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'd like to see them actually start doing, I don't know, something. Sweeney Murdy, who covers the New York Yankees for WFAN, joined me yesterday, had Alan Stiles in for Ray yesterday, Larry's in today for Ray. And when I asked him, you know, do you think Aaron Judge is coming? He basically said, no, I, I really don't. But he did say, like, he, you know, Aaron Judge has not been shy about his affinity for the San Francisco Giants. He's talked plenty about what baseball and the Giants meant to him growing up. He talked about Barry Bonds during the course of the year. talked about him holding the home run record. I did a, a, a feature with him talking about really kind of the roots of him, you know, treating kids so well and giving autographs and things like that. And he told me a great story about Jonathan Sanchez, a former Giants pitcher, signing his hat one day when he's yelling and screaming for any Giants player to come over and sign, and sign something for him. And Sanchez came over and signed it for him. And I actually got to relay that story to Sanchez, who became a huge Aaron Judge fan the rest of the way. Like, so he's hinted all along at his upbringing and hasn't really hidden that, but I still don't know if that's enough to say, okay, I'm leaving it all and going back because, you know, I think there are plenty of people around here also who, who know what playing and you know, winning baseball in New York is all about, and he has all of that here in front of him. <laughs> Sanchi. How about Jonathan Sanchez playing a big role in his love? <laughs> Uh, who knew? Uh, Sanchi. Uh, but look, I... If By the goes, way, the Yankees... I love how the Yankees are just... The Giants are not... Giants have won more World Series than the Yankees in the last decade. I mean, I, you know... Giants did win 107 games. It's not like they're... Um, it's, they're, not a, they're not a tire fire. I mean, I mean... It's, it's not the it's, Florida it's like, Marlins. Right. I mean, it's... Miami Marlins. But look, what... It is what, an iconic franchise. What they aren't, what no team in sports is, is the New York Yankees. I mean, the New York Yankees, outside of the Dallas Cowboys, are the biggest brand in the world that yeah. isn't a soccer team. I mean, it really is. So, uh, look at me acknowledging soccer is a little bit bigger globally. <laughs> uh, but, but, no, there is... There is... The, 
there's probably no way he's leaving a Yankee team that was just in the American League Championship Series. Had the Yankees had a bad year, yeah, I could see him. You know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave this team that isn't doing very much to go to that team that isn't doing very much. You were in the ALCS last year, and now you're gonna walk away from that. Have you just broke Roger Maris's franchise record to come to California to you know? Look at it this way: Aaron Judge has enough money to come to California whenever he wants. You know, it's like private plane, hop on it, go see mom and dad, small airport somewhere around Linden, whatever the smallest private airstrip is. That is his. He ain't flying into SFO or Oakland. You know, he's a private travel. It, going anywhere is not an issue for Aaron Judge at the price point he lives in. So where do you really want to play winning baseball? You want to be in New York? Because there's nothing bigger than that, man. And I love the Giants. I, I, I know how important they are. I get it. I really do. They're a very respectable word of mouth on the street. Players, agents, everyone respects the Giants. They ain't the Yankees. It's not the same stage. I mean, have you ever been in Manhattan and then you come home? I don't want to say San Francisco feels like Bakersfield, but it, it feels like a quiet, out of the way kind of a little place yeah. compared to Manhattan. So if you're addicted to New York and being the toast of, of New York City, then I don't know that you'll be happy here. But then there's also situational stuff. And you you could speak to this. I mean, you got little kids right now. He He's married. He's doesn't have kids. If he wants to start a family, does he want to? He lives in Tampa. See, that's the one thing. He lives in Tampa, which is basically Yankees South. Right. That's where Legends Field is. That's where Yankee Spring Training is. So he's his whole life is geared towards Yankees. Right. And is he going to walk away from that? Does he want to be on the West Coast? Does he does I, the his wife I guess is from Linden? Do they want to have a family? Do they want their kids to be near their grandparents? Do they It's a totally different lifestyle. Um how much does baseball If it's about baseball competitiveness, yeah, the Giants are coming off a bad year, but the Giants won 107 two years ago. The Giants have won three titles in recent vintage. It's not like you got to go back to Mays. Right. And it's not like it's, oh, the 50s back in the day. The Giants, you know, have climbed the mountaintop. They're not just a, a you know, some, some nothing team. But is he going to be happy walking away from the limelight and everything that goes? I mean, look how much money you can make off the field in New York compared to off the field in San Francisco. That that that's probably a factor as well, right? I mean, if you're a San Francisco Giant, what are you going to do? Get a cheesesteak shop commercial, right? Seriously, yeah, you know, you're like Alex Alex Dickerson almost broke down over his 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 cheesesteak commercial. He's a competitor. I mean, seriously, you're gonna you know something Ford dealership on the peninsula is going to get you. I mean, Putnam Chevrolet, <laughs> come on, down. come on down. I don't I don't know. I don't know how much that means to him. Or you never know. Maybe he's tired of the whole thing. And the Yankee fans think, booed. Maybe, booed maybe uh, New York can also be a grind, man. Yeah, I mean, he, where are you he now? struggled in the postseason, and, and I'm sure you know he heard some of his teammates getting booed. And maybe Anthony Rizzo said he didn't like it. You know, I yeah. mean, I, and then Rizzo's his buddy. Rizzo just resigned, so maybe that's a factor. I kind of thought the Giants and Farhan were going to have to kind of go out in the marketplace and show him, hey, man, we're serious. We're going to spend money here, here, and here. But maybe not. The way he kind of talked about it, Judge talked about it, he made it sound like, hey, I want to get this done before the winter meetings start or at the beginning of the winter meetings so that the team that I go to can then you know, spend money and build around me. That sounds like an indicator that he's coming here. But who knows? 
Hey, we're going to get back to uh, 49ers Dolphins here, but we got a couple calls about uh, the offseason. This is Jose in Oakland. Hello, Jose. You're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, look, honestly, if this was going to happen without a judge, it should have happened a long time ago. I mean, from the beginning. Every time I bring it up, the first thing I hear is, well, it's not Farhan, the one doing this. Uh, you know, if it was up to him, he would already have been signed. If it's not Farhan, then what is the point of having him in the team? I mean, he was brought in to fix the farm system. And the farm system stinks after five years. I mean, it's average at best. So he hasn't even done that right. As far as the negotiations, why would he come over here? I mean... Well, uh, you know, it, now, now, Jose, look, I, what you're saying isn't wrong. But you said none of that during the 107 season, right? The, the, the Farhan and Gabe Kapler went from geniuses who can... There isn't even a wrong string for them to pull on to what now? Total buffoons after the rough year that was last year. I mean, I think that the pendulum... What, it, which is the aberration? R- there's, there's a legitimate question. I, I kind of think that maybe the 107 was the aberration. I mean, especially speci- specifically speaking on on uh, Kapler, Kapler's managed what five years in the big leagues. He's five hundred in every year except for that one year where they were just unbelievable. They won and won and won and won and won and won and won. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's the aberration. He wasn't the manager of a particularly good Philadelphia team when he was there, and when he showed up here, they weren't particularly good either. So I mean, Bryce Harper. Well, that, but they, that's all they had know, at that time. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that they underachieved. I'm just saying that's that's what they were. Five hundred. The question I would have, I just can't wait for the Giants to sign Aaron Judge and then platoon him. <laughs> yeah, with Lamont Wade Jr. The I guess the the question I would have for um, for you know the the Giants. It's like I kind of think that. Yeah, I mean, Farhan has done what you said, Damon. He kind of has played a lot with the 40th man on the 40 man and the 25th man on the 25 man. And he's done a lot of that, which I think is smart, too. Right. But it also... It and he's great 18 through 25. But it hasn't also been done in conjunction with building pillars. Like, there's not there's not pillars, uh, you know, where you look at the Warriors. The Warriors, whether, I think Jonathan Kuminga's a pillar. You know, I, I think potentially Moses Moody and James Wiseman could be pillars. I haven't seen that kind of construction from Farhan. So I think as time goes on and the prospects don't matriculate to the big leagues, I think, it, you know, unless Farhan makes some moves of significance, either trades of significance or signings of significance, his he's allowing himself, his job uh, status to be tied to this referendum on his farm system. And I agree with the caller. Right now, in the present, it doesn't look very good. And if that's if that's where he's hanging his hat, then he's probably going to be gone in not, not that long a period of time because he doesn't have a bevy of guys that he drafted that are kicking butt in the minors. So if he did, he's got Kyle Harrison, and maybe he might have one or two other guys. He's got to get those guys to, to the me, big leagues. Last, last and they got to start performing. Last year was the year if you really thought, like, hey, prospect X is going to be a major leaguer. He might struggle at first, but he's a, he's this is this kid's a major leaguer. You should have had him play major league baseball last year. You know the whole Elio Ramos like we we called you up for 5 minutes and then oh my god, we can't see you hit a major league baseball. He event. didn't draft him, but he drafted Patrick Bailey. He's not doing anything. He drafted Hunter Bishop. Hunter Bishop is being exposed Wednesday. He could be taken off the Giants during a roster on the on the Rule, Rule five. 5 draft because they exposed him because he's not 
he's he's still not conquering Abel. If you got major leaguers, let's see it. I guess is my point in your minor league system, right? And do you want your job in San Francisco to be a referendum on what you did in the amateur draft, or are you going to then trade the Lucianos and the Hunter Bishops for players and start you know having your your you know you're being tied to the major league team? So right now, I think it's he's kind of. He, he's got that one year. We all think he's relatively smart, but they're also don't have a farm system that's spitting out anything. And they're not they're They finished 30 some odd games behind the Dodgers and the Padres have gone right on by and Arizona's gone right on by the Giants. This is a crucial offseason. Do you think we have an, Do you think we have an Aaron Judge decision a week from today? By next Friday, Aaron Judge has signed with someone. Yes or no? I think we've got a decision on Aaron Judge before Sunday. I think it comes down this weekend. Really? I do. Okay. Because I think Aaron Judge wants to get this out of the way, and everybody reports to San Diego, the Hyatt down in San Diego Sunday. I think it gets done Sunday or maybe at the latest Monday. Mario in Berkeley. You're on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Mario? Hey, what's up, fellas? What you got? Uh, I I think you guys are going to get... Uh, the Giants are going to get Aaron Judge. You guys wined and dined him. And uh, my co-worker actually saw him on Columbus Street today. Today? Today? Hanging out in North Beach today? Today. We deliver meat to high-end uh, restaurants. And he saw Aaron Judge on Columbus Street today. Hmm. 12, 12 o'clock today. All right. Well, I'm they gonna, need him. I, Mario in Berkeley. With a little bit of breaking news. Aaron Judge was in North Beach today. So there you go. Hey, if he's going to make a decision tomorrow, Larry, would it be good for him to be in San Francisco today? Is he is he in the prosciutto room at North Beach Restaurant? <laughs> have you ever been to the prosciutto room? I have. Oh, yes, my I goodness. have. Yes. The prosciutto's hanging from the uh, from the from the ceiling, and you got the subway tiles and the whole deal. Go to uh, uh, Molinari's right across the street. Have a nice sandwich there. Okay. I'll bring him to I'll bring him to to, to uh, Trattoria Contadina tonight. We'll get the gnocchi and we'll close this deal. <laughs> it was closed over some gnocchi. Little pillows of heaven. Surrounded. Made with potatoes. Oh yeah. Um, a little meat sauce. All right. Mm, so there, there we go. go. We we look. We cannot confirm nor will we deny Mario's friends' eyewitness report. Where was he I, in North Beach? Was he at the Garden of Eden? I two drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Tip your waitresses. I'll drink seven ninety five. Uh, I, I, I look. It's a good question. Um, maybe he's not as concerned as where his wife wants to be. If that's it. Pasta, pasta. Yeah, right. The yeah. Uh, the garlic rose. The, oh, the stinking rose. The stinking rose. Oh, don't be there. You have oh, so many options. You don't go to a chain restaurant in North Beach, please. <laughs> <laughs> but look. Uh, well, that, what do you think of that? Just the fact that he's still here. Well, you know, if, that, the, that call, right there, if the callers right, met with him two day, two, for two days last week. Right. And they were people in say, town for Thanksgiving. I don't okay. know. But look, no, it would it would seem significant if we can really if we if, if we're going to address it as it is a fact. He is in San Francisco right now. Uh, I'm going to take their percentage in what John Morosi says is a 50 50 coin flip and make it 55 percent. If Aaron Judge was on Columbus today, there's a 55 percent chance that he might sign with the San Francisco Giants. Now, when I told when I, when we were told that you know, hey, Steph Curry's going to help put the full court press on and he's going to go to a Warrior game. Uh I, I was at the Warrior game that night against the Clippers right before Thanksgiving. 
all I did was look around for Aaron Judge. He wasn't there. You know, I mean, maybe he was in a suite somewhere or something. Steph had motivation, though, because Steph's a Red Sox fan. Ooh, you're, yeah. So, you know what? He wants him out of the division. I actually heard that Steph Curry tried to block the Christian McCaffrey trade because he's such a big... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, that's uh, right. He's a Panther fan. That's right. He's a big Panther fan. Uh, We will get you out to Steph Curry and whoever he is rooting for. And he's probably pulling for the Warriors tonight. They got the Bulls in town. And Warriors Live starts in about a half an hour from right now. I want to get back to uh, 49ers and Dolphins real quick. But this is uh, Danny Lathrop. What's going on? Danny Lathrop. Pardon me. What's going on? On, Danny, that's right. How's it going, guys? Uh, so, uh, the one thing I haven't heard too many people talk about, maybe you guys have, is is the right field, right? New York's got the uh, the short porch. Aaron Judge goes oppo a lot. I mean, how much do you think that plays into his decision? I mean, you got to go over the brick wall here at Oracle. Well, so Aaron Judge is actually built. To hit a lot of home runs at AT&T or, or 24 Willie Mays Plaza because Oracle doesn't pay me. So, I, I mean, he he's a right-handed hitter. He's going to be trying to hit the glove, not one over the, the wall. But the oppo-boppo, yeah, that goes away. And you, and what I've always thought has scared away free agent hitters, especially free agents that are consequential. Like, one day my numbers might qualify me, if not for several All-Star games, for a possible Hall of Fame career. I do think that they look at, you know, the the huge gap out by the archways and think, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, 15 home runs in other parks are going to die for me right there. Do I want to mess around with my career numbers? Bringing a hitter's game to 24 Willie Mays Plaza is probably taking 30 home runs off your career average. Yeah, yeah, but you know, here's the thing on this. I, I just career think, total, not average. Yeah, but I'm. I just think that like th- this park in San Francisco is a park. It's a reason like Soda, Juan Soda, would not want to come here. Right, because Aaron Judge hits home runs anywhere. Well, I'm, big, I'm, yeah, like, like, you're, are you really the amount of money the Giants, if they signed him, were, are going to pay Aaron Judge? Is he really that concerned about his next contract? He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. Right. So that guy to me is like, I wouldn't be worried if my numbers are a little bit deflated here because I think the Hall of Fame is still in his is still well within his reach. And I think, you know, he he's not worried about that next contract. He's getting so paid, paid so handsomely on this contract. I also think Aaron Judge. You know, the we've never seen since Ellis Burks in 2000 a dead pole right-handed hitter. I think this park is incredibly live for if you're a dead pole right-handed hitter or even a dead pole lefty like a Schwarber. I think Schwarber might oh, hit 40 or 50 in this the, place. It, it, had they dead had pole made, righty, dead pole lefty. The Giants with uh, here's the thing. There is an argument to be made that just adding Aaron Judge is not going to turn your season around. Giants are maybe a playoff team this year had they signed Kyle Schwarber and got the same production the Phillies got. And they should have. They should have. Why do I say that? Because he went to Indiana University. <laughs> well, yeah. And also because the Dodgers spent 52% of their revenue on player payroll. The Giants, who have a whole lot less payroll, spent 47% of their payroll last year, of their revenue, I should say, on player payroll. If You don't have to spend more than Dodgers, but you do have to spend the same percentage of your revenue as the Dodgers if you're going to compete. If the Giants had spent 
that extra 5%, it would have equated to $20 million of more player payroll. For $20 million, they could have gotten Nick Castellanos, Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber. Imagine how much different the giant lineup would have looked last year if you had two dangerous bats in the middle of the lineup. Yeah, they were just late to everyone's party in free agency last year. Or they had a reason why that player wasn't good enough for them. I think they sat it out looking to this and looking to next year with Otani. I think they've been targeting Judge and or Otani for multiple years. And I'll say this. I've talked to Larry Bear. I've talked to Giants ownership and representatives, different people who are minority owners. They are keenly aware that they have, they are lacking in relevance, star power, and interest. They are keenly aware that the Warriors are their next door neighbor and have far more star power. They're keenly aware that the NFL is way more at the top of people's list than baseball. Right. They didn't come to compete with the Sharks. Right. They know that they need a box office draw. Is that the end-all, be-all? No. You still got to have a competitive team. But this idea that you can just have a competitive team with a bunch of nobodies, I think the ownership group has said, Farhan, we like your maneuverings, but we also know we need a marquee. We need some name for the marquee. In the name of football being king, I want to pivot right back while we can to what we got coming up Sunday yeah. at Levi's Stadium because the Dolphins have a quarterback that absolutely excels at the one thing the 49ers offense is struggling to do. In a multiverse, you know, all these Marvel movies are happening in the multiverse. It would have been fascinating to me had Jimmy Garoppolo ended up in Miami with Mike McDaniel. Would Jimmy Garoppolo be this different red zone quarterback that Tua had become under Mike McDaniel? I mean, I would Jimmy Garoppolo and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill be carving up all you know defenses by the week? What would the parallel universe of Jimmy Garoppolo playing for the Dolphins had looked like? And yesterday he mentioned like that almost happened. Yeah, I mean they were in a conversation. Not not much came from it, but they were definitely uh, one of the teams in the conversation. Seemed like a good spot. Uh as an offense, that's you know tremendous skill players, everything they got going over there. Uh, Mike, you know, being a great coach, had been with him in the past here, and it was discussed. But uh, yeah, I'm glad the way things worked out. I mean, and and Jimmy is always a professional man. He hasn't shot one side eye. You're lucky to still have me at anybody involved in the decisions to try to walk away from him and then have him back. Luckily, uh, you know, ask that. How's it feel, Jimmy? How's your knee feel? Feels great. Feels great, baby. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's coming along. Yeah, feel. I uh, feel pretty good with it. There you go. I'll tell you right now. I mean, the feels great baby could have turned into his Russell Wilson let, let's ride had things not gone well, but everyone loves to hear it now. But look, this is a team that even for all its razzle-dazzle that it's assembled offensively still struggles in the red zone. The Dolphins do not. War, uh, Warren Sharp, who's really good at breaking down yep. stats, uh, among 112 quarterbacks with at least 100 red zone attempts since 2000. Here is Tua's career rankings. Number one in success rate. Number one in touchdown rate. Number one in third down conversion rate. Number two, the second lowest in sack and interception rate. Number three in completion rate. Number five in first down rate. When Tua 
is in the red zone. He has been absolutely money. On the season, 36% of the passes he throws results in touchdowns. Best in the NFL this year, and that's the best percentage of any quarterback with 30 attempts in 22 years. Tua is putting up Hall of Fame numbers in the red zone. And what's crazy is Jimmy Garoppolo, who is always underappreciated, if not never appreciated, is in a streak right now where he's putting up Hall of Fame numbers. Did you see that he's won as many games in his first 59 starts as Steve Young has? Yeah. He has a completely comparable, like side-by-side, these numbers are identical through 58 first regular season games as Kurt Warner. I mean, Jimmy is playing out of his mind. But still, he's not anywhere in the neighborhood of what Tua has done on third down and in the red zone. So it would have been fascinating just in a parallel multiverse to have seen what would Mike McDaniel had gotten. Would Mike McDaniel be getting more out of Jimmy Garoppolo than Kyle Shanahan's been able to? I think there's reason to believe he would. Or would um, that be, you know, Tyreek Hill is the real difference there? Well, I mean, I, I think the weapons are the, definitely the difference. I mean, the, the stat that I saw this week that, that I think is interesting, Tua has thrown 38 completions in the intermediate middle of the field between this the hash, season. Between the hashes. Yeah, and in, in intermediate. So within like nine, 15 yards. 9 to 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. That he's 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 completed thirty eight completions in that in that box. That's sixteen more than any other quarterback in the NFL. Now that that's where they're living. They're living in the middle of the field and they're living underneath. And so how are they doing it? Well, they got this they're doing it with speed. They're running guys off and they're dumping it underneath. And it's creating all kinds of speed. I think Jimmy could have operated right. that. And then Tua, when he takes a shot, he hits it. Right. Well, that, the, the one thing about Tua is Tua's got tremendous accuracy. And he, going back to Alabama, he's always had good accuracy. The other interesting thing, though, on Tua, and this is where I think this kind of brings up the question of the week on the 49ers. Do they have to knock out Tua to win this game? The Dolphins are 8-0 when Tua starts a game this year and, finish. and finishes. Yeah. They're 0-3 when he doesn't. So what does that tell you? Do you literally... I mean, the Dolphins will not have, most likely now, Baldy said he thought Armstead was going to go, or maybe was it Horde that said he thought Armstead was going to go. Uh, the Tehran Armstead, the tackle for the Dolphins. If the Dolphins don't have Armstead or Jackson, there's two, two offensive tackles, it may be jailbreak on, on Tua between Ebukam and Drake and Bosa and, you know, uh, Menahue. And the, the Niners have a lot of edge rush. And to me, um, I think that's going to be where this game... Are they going to be able to knock Tua around? Are they going to be able to knock him down? Are they going to be able to get some hits on the quarterback? When the Niners are going good, Damon, they're getting like somewhere between nine and a dozen hits on the quarterback per game. Can they knock him out? Do they have to knock him out to win this game? That's how good he's been with his offense this year. I don't know if you need to knock him out, but he's got to be uncomfortable. I mean, the number one way... He's got to feel your deal. Yeah. And, you know, here's the deal. You know, people want to say, well, this defense might be as good as the 85 Chicago... But shut up. I know, seriously, enough of that. Shut I, had, up. I had a guy tell me that this like two days ago. Shut I'm up. Like, Can we not talk about the 85 Bears? Right. I mean, my goodness. Right. I love the Niners. It's this, a good defense. I love D'Amico. They ain't the 85 right. Bears. You're basically saying this album might be as popular as Thriller. <laughs> no, it's not going to be. It's not It's not Thriller. I don't care how good it is, how much you like it, it ain't Thriller. Let's leave the 85 Bears theirs. 
Having said all that, you know, as good as the 85 Bears were, it did take a great Hall of Fame future, future Hall of Fame quarterback to knock, you know, give them their one loss. And that's what Dan Marino did. Yeah. Maybe we're ending up looking back on this. And that's not that the Niners are going to be a one loss football team. But you really look back and say, man, that Patrick Mahomes game, he is that good. He is that much of a better than anyone who is playing that position right now. And that's why the Niners got carved that day. This is their second official Here's your big boy quarterback challenge. Justin Herbert might have represented that, but he didn't, didn't have, have the talent around. Didn't him. have Keenan. Yeah, didn't, didn't have, have anyone. Yeah. So Titan. this is this is in a in a Styles make fights universe. One of the most interesting fights of the football season comes to Santa Clara this weekend. When we come on back. You had a couple of interesting exchanges with Aaron Banks, yeah. who officially basically confirmed what Kyle Shanahan was saying. Like His defense and how it's playing goes about how he calls the offensive game plan. And Aaron Banks is talking about this defense plays so well, it gives us confidence. We're going to talk about how it's all connected, all related, and we're going to give you what, for the most part, has been almost a guaranteed winner. We're going to fade the public. It is a fade the public Friday on 95.7 The Game After All, brought to you by Bed Bath & Beyond. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. 
Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, putting the final touches here on a Friday show. And Larry, you were down in Santa Clara doing a couple player interviews. You talked with Aaron Banks, who weeks yeah. ago Ray and I had on. Really enjoyed talking to him. Nice guy. I know that two of you had enough conversations to where, uh, you know, you, you have a long interview. That uh, is what on, on your your YouTube page. Yeah, we, it's a, a, um, if you go to my show, the Krug Show on YouTube. We played it last night on the live stream, and we're going to play it on Talk Sport and Talk Sport Two in London coming up uh, on the pregame and postgame this weekend. <laughs> Pinkies up, fancy you, Governor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have uh, Aaron Banks talking about how it's you know it's all connected, baby. Look good, feel good, play good. Within a defense setting a tone like this. It gives a little confidence to everyone else. Here's Aaron Banks with Larry. It gives you a tremendous amount of confidence to go out there and play free and play fast, play physical, and you know try to match their intensity. Um, they bring they bring the juice every time. Um, you know they're incredibly physical, really fast, and they're, 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 they're smart players and they swarm. I think us getting reps against them this week, and you know because the Dolphins have a really good defensive line as well. Um, so I mean it's going to be another test for us, but you know it's it's awesome to have a defense like that who you can kind of play complementary football with with you know the defense, special teams, offense. You know, we're, all, we're hitting on all cylinders and playing complimentary football. I think that's when we're at our best. Look, keep a good thing going. This is this is a team that is playing some of the best football it's played in the Shanahan era in just the last five, six games, handful of games. Keep it going. And as was you know part of the promo of this big station whip around promo that we always do in the last commercial break, I mean it. It's December. You want to go somewhere in January? Win your games in December. All good football teams do. All good football teams have great Decembers before they go have great Januaries when they have great Jan. I mean, it, no doubt. Now's no the time. Yeah, it's absolutely go time for the Niners. I think there's a decent chance the 49ers can run the table. Um, and I think that's what the way they're thinking. There's a noticeable different feel down there since the bye week. Like Shanahan said, all right, guys, we're, t- we, we're turning for home. And there's enough guys who have been to the playoffs and got o- one step to us from a Super Bowl last year that it's a do- totally different feel since the bye week. Um, and basically, as Harbaugh said, you know, iron sharpens iron. You practice against a top defense, that makes you better at what you do. And that was kind of his theme this week. No, I'm going to tell you right now, if they end up running the table, you know what they're going to be saying about this team regional competitor (laughs) (laughs) if they do something like that that would be i mean that 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 to me is like that's too much of an ask i would love to see them win two of the next three games if you had to dial it up you'd rather obviously the seahawks are the priority followed by the other nfc team right the, the the buccaneers this one this weekend is the one Theoretically, you could lose, and it really wouldn't affect your playoff race. But this is the gravy game. And it means a lot to Shanahan. Yes, it does. And if look good, feel good, play good is a mantra that runs through the locker room, I don't think it's out of the question to say it runs through the coach's room as well. Kyle Shanahan wants this. He wants it bad. When he started marching Mike McDaniel out to podiums to talk to the media, like, I don't know if he thought he was training an NFL head coach for the very next year, but that happened. And, you know, I don't know if there's any, I would have liked to have kept you around a little bit more. I mean, maybe he's just thrilled that his buddy got this opportunity to make life-changing money and pursue his dreams. But Kyle is also a highly competitive guy. And I wonder if he sort of doesn't regret making Mike McDaniel a little bit of a press conference darling. I don't think he regrets which is, it. Which is what got... Here's the thing. 
I don't know if Mike McDaniel is an NFL head coach, but for the exposure that they gave him, that Kyle really has never given another offensive voice in his entire career as as a coach. I don't think he regrets putting him out there, but I definitely know that Kyle Shanahan is aware of the people that early in the year when the Niners were struggling, losing to the Bears and Broncos. Maybe they let the wrong guy go. Yeah, exactly. Saying, hey, he the real brains of the operations in Miami. So believe me, he saw all that. He heard all that. Um, and I would imagine he's going to have a this little something special this, this week. Is, this isn't Mike LaFleur, right? You know, this is this this is someone who is really important to Kyle's game plan. And I, I really wonder if Kyle doesn't have like four or five plays that he's literally just been sitting on for this week. Just, you know, Mike isn't aware of these. I never really talked about these with Mike. This is what I'm going to hit him with on the big. The first time we're facing a big third down, I got this up my sleeve. And that's a play I want to see executed. I'm, I'm fascinated for that first. All right, here we are. This is a moment. 49ers need the moment. What's that play going to be? I almost feel like it's going to come screaming out at us, and it's going to be like, that's the play we're going to ask him about in the post game because that's the wrinkle we have not seen. I almost guarantee we're going to see some wrinkle or two in this game that we've yet to see this year. Uh, thanks so much to Leroy Horde and Brian Baldinger for joining us today. And before we go, we want to help put a little money in your pocket. Money not guaranteed, but we do have a wildly successful gambling segment that is not predicated on my gambling knowledge, on yours, on Ray's gambling knowledge. It's not predicated on preferences. It's not predicated on trends. It's not predicated on anything other than the reason why they build a new hotel every single time you go to Las Vegas is because they take your money from you, you losers. (laughs) Fading the public is a really good way to make money. And we're not talking to you, by the way. If you're listening... We're not talking to you. Unless you're betting, in which case you probably screwed it up already and we're going to bet against you. No. Obviously, everyone listening has such a degree of infinite sports knowledge that we all get along. And you're all winners in our book. The other losers. Right. The most heavily bet team this weekend is the Titans. Plus four and a half. In Philadelphia. Interesting. I thought that was, too. I didn't think that the Titans would be that big of a brand. I didn't think that was a big enough number to make 92% of the public fall in love with that bet. 92% of the handle is on the Titans plus four against Philadelphia. Therefore, to fade the public, Larry, the show's official position, documented... We're Call my e- 800 number. Right. Hey, this is my platinum five-star lock. If I don't win this week, you get next week free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You get next week free. If I don't know what I'm talking about, you can get all my opinions going forward for nothing. E-A-G-L-E-S minus four and a half is the official position of Fade the Public this Friday afternoon. Uh, thanks to Alan Stiles for filling in for Ray yesterday. That spells Eagles, by the way. Eagles! Look at that. Hey, I'm happy that I get to root for the Eagles this weekend. I kind of like the way that they play, so I get to really get some rooting interest. The script spelling bee champion over here. Thank you very much. Uh, What's the score of the uh, USC game? 14-3, big stop. 14-3, and SC's looking good. Feeling good about it. And by the way, if you see questionable calls in that one, just remember this. If SC loses that game, 
Caleb Williams maybe doesn't win the Heisman, and SC is not in the playoff, and no Pac-12 team is in the playoff. So don't tell me that the commissioner of the Pac-12 is not rooting for SC tonight. He is. What I'm excited about is how soon this will be a Big Ten representative and screw all you. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Larry, thank you. Always a pleasure, man. man. Easy as as pie. Grandy, thank you very much. Where are your ducks playing tonight? Where are they not? Too soon. No comment. I'm so sorry. Uh, We got Warriors Live with our man John Dickinson coming up next here on 95.7 The Game. Lucas, fight on. Good luck with everything. Fight on. Thank you. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Ray will be done with his mall Santa shift, so hopefully he'll be back on Monday as well. In the meantime, please do remember. That sports don't build character, they reveal it. And like that, he's gone. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.